Hi there, I'm your host, Eddie, and you're listening to The Motion, a podcast about examining entertainment law and copyright from an audience's perspective. In this podcast, we'll be covering copyright infringement, music history, intellectual property cases, as well as current legal news and issues in the entertainment industry. I find it's interesting to break down and get into the details of cases and question our current copyright system because it seems like it's not really working for musicians and artists anyway. I started this podcast because I've always been so intrigued by entertainment law. In the music and entertainment industry, the outcomes of trials and settlements can affect the laws and standards that are already in place. And that could change the future of music and film for audiences and artists alike. On this show, we'll be covering historical copyright cases, following current cases and their outcomes to show you how the copyright system is broken. We'll also get into definitions of legal terms, delving into details of record deals, and examining streaming services like Spotify. I want this podcast to be a place to learn about these cases and subjects from an audience and creator's point of view. I want to take a deep dive into entertainment law. As much as I can, I'm not an attorney, but I'll do my best and uncover the details of these cases and laws in this industry and how they affect us. Let's go behind the scenes a bit and see if we can make sense of it all. Let me tell you a story about copyright. In this mini episode, I wanted to talk about some recent news in the Flame versus Katy Perry case we covered in episode two. Just to recap, in 2014, Christian rapper Flame filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against Katy Perry for her 2013 hit song, Dark Horse. He accused her of copying the eight-note backbeat or ostinato in his song, Joyful Noise. The case went to trial, and in July 2019, Katy Perry and all other songwriters and producers credited on Dark Horse were found guilty of copyright infringement. The jury decided Capitol Records was to pay $2.78 million, and Perry herself was ordered to pay $550,000 in damages to Flame and his co-defendants. The outcome in this trial was shocking to many in the public, especially for those in the music industry. The jury's ruling almost seemed personal against Perry. It appeared to be such an extreme decision for the nine jury members made up of six women and three men to agree unanimously on a guilty verdict, while also asking for such a large amount of money to be paid to Flame in damages. Katy Perry and her attorney Christine LaPera immediately appealed the guilty verdict, stating that Flame's attorneys failed to prove that Perry and the other writers had heard the song. It wasn't widely accessible except for being played in religious venues or at events. In the appeal, they break it down, quote, No reasonable fact finder could have concluded that Joyful Noise was so well known that it could be reasonably inferred that the defendants heard it, particularly in this digital age of content overload, with billions of videos and songs available to users with trillions of streams. Plaintiffs had no proof that any of the Dark Horse writers searched for Christian rap on YouTube or MySpace, as was plaintiffs' burden, end quote. It was also stated in the original trial as well as the appeal that Dark Horse and Joyful Noise both featured widely used elements of music and that a guilty verdict would have set a bad precedent for artists and musicians in the future. Appeals are filed to overturn a decision, reverse a verdict, or to be allowed a new trial, but they aren't always granted. There has to be some legal basis for the party to file an appeal, like an alleged error in the trial or a failed interpretation of the law. In the midst of all the reporting about COVID-19, a piece of news slipped by me. 
and that was that the guilty verdict in the Joyful Noise v. Dark Horse case has been overturned by Judge Snyder. Perry and her label no longer have to pay $2.78 million to Marcus Gray for plagiarizing the song Joyful Noise. On Tuesday, March 17th, in response to Katy Perry and her team's appeal, Judge Christina Snyder overturned the guilty verdict declared last year. In her ruling, she stated that Dark Horse did not copy Joyful Noise, as the section of the song in question was not specific enough to be protected under copyright law. Court documents further explained, quote, The signature elements of the eight-note ostinato in Joyful Noise is not a particularly unique or rare combination. The court agrees that the uncontroverted evidence points to only one conclusion, that none of these individual elements are independently protectable, end quote. Perry's attorney, LaPera, no doubt agreed with the judge's ruling, commenting that, in a well-reasoned and methodical decision, the court properly vacated the jury verdict, finding that Dark Horse does not infringe joyful noise as a matter of law. This is an important victory for music creators and the music industry, recognizing that music building blocks cannot be monopolized. The creators of Dark Horse stand vindicated. If Flame and his attorney are unhappy with this verdict, which I suspect they might be, they can also appeal Snyder's ruling. Judge Snyder did add that if an appeals court disagrees with her ruling, then she would conditionally grant a new trial. I was very surprised but pleased that the judge ruled in Perry's favor when it came to the appeal. Judge Snyder was the one who allowed this lawsuit to progress to a trial in the first place, and she seemed to believe that there was enough cause to warrant a jury's examination and decision. I'm hoping this recent news makes it harder for copyright lawsuits and litigation to persist. And I must agree— Artists shouldn't be sued every time a fundamental element of music or pattern is used in more than one song, or isn't completely unique to one piece of music. Even a small change can cause ripples in the music industry, and this decision felt like a bit of good news in light of these difficult times with coronavirus. What do you think about the judge's decision? Do you think the jury's original verdict was unfair? Or do you lean more towards Katy Perry being guilty? Should Flame and Perry be granted a new trial for this case? Let me know shoot me an email at themotionpod at gmail.com. The Motion is written, produced, and recorded by me, Eddie. Music by Machinima Sound. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us. That's how people find out about the show. What are you listening to at the moment? I'd love to hear what's on your quarantine playlists. Tell your friends about the show, tweet us at themotionpod, and give us a follow on Instagram at listentothemotion. See you this Friday for a brand new episode. Beethoven's is a podcast where I, your host Cello, sits down with music producers to discuss how they create the music you love and what they personally sacrificed to make it happen. We're talking deep dive, heavily researched discussions that have guests every episode saying, You've went above and beyond pretty much most interviews I've ever done. So join the cultural movement at bedroombeethovens.com or wherever you get podcasts.